Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. New York City's tonight, the Nets against the Orlando Magic. with a new weapon a new acquired weapon that may have changed everything and saved our season let's talk about it New York the front office podcast I am the uh, Twitter antagonist at Eve Darboos across a <laughs> connection of packets and, 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 and zeros and ones is my guy Samuel LaChow Sam say hi to everybody What's going on, Nets Nation? We, as a fan base, took a blow. We took a blow in the sense of little babies that we watched grow up right before our eyes. We watched them get shipped out. And the person they were shipped out for, undoubtedly, MVP caliber basketball player, phenomenal first ballot Hall of Famer, uh, uh, superstar in James Harden. However, James hasn't looked like a culture type of guy. (laughs) James has been having bouts of spasms of disloyalty for the team he used to play for, a team who did everything to try to get him to win a championship. They got him Dwight Howard. They got him uh, CP3. They got him Russell Westbrook. And lots of assets have been moved and lots of decisions have been made to to appease James Harden. So you question yourself. You say, do we really gut ourselves, the spine of who we of what we are as a team, for a person like James Harden, person who has not the best put together. Uh, 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 I was going to say body of work, <laughs> but his body needs work. 
James Harden is in is a strip club legend beyond being a, a basketball legend. His tales of 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 James Harden in the strip club is is spoken in whispers by strippers because just because their dreams may come true and if you say it too loud it may erase the fact that the that that moment had ever happened these nigga excuse me uh, <laughs> i spoke a little bit too too much from the heart there this gentleman <laughs> james harden uh isn't the most sturdy of, of, of gentlemen in, in the sense of, you know, guys you know that's just going to be there. And and you want to know what? Everything I just said was not true. Because James Harden doesn't really get hurt. James Harden doesn't really have nights off. James Harden just plays basketball. And... The trade that just happened, especially with the information that we know now, Karis having cancer, oh my God. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, thoughts and prayers to Karis. Oh, gut-wrenching. But what if we found out that, and the Nets would have eventually found it. What if we found this out? And Karis was still on our team. So, I lay in front of you now, uh, uh, Nets fans. I, and I, and, I, and we're going to talk about this a little bit. Because um, I've, I've been hearing rumors of how this all went down. And uh, I've... I've heard it from actually two different groups or 2.5 different groups <laughs> because one group, someone broke off and told me a little bit of a different story. Um, but nonetheless, I think, I think I, what I'll do is I'll just, to make it short, I'll just basically say what I believe happened in the hardened trade. I'll, I'll give my own instead of saying it's, you know, it's other people's takes. I'll say, here's my take and what I believe happened based off of what I've heard. Nonetheless, especially with with hindsight goggles on, Samuel, you do this trade a thousand times out over a thousand times. It it was fortunate because it saved... So you've totally 180. Does it have the potentiality to be the worst trade that ever, ever... Ever devised? Yes, yes. One of one of those nets gets hurt. We have no future. One of those guys get hurt. Kyrie goes crazy. Something goes wrong. Because you don't do this trade if you're not going to win a championship. There's no. There's no other route. It's it's this team. And as I watched that game tonight. And I was nothing but impressed. But at the same time, I'm looking at these guys and I'm saying, these is, these is older guys. These are, you know, we're, we're looking at grizzled veterans. We're looking at Kevin Durant's ball spot. It, things are 
this is not going to last forever. And so this, there's no, there's no time for a dress rehearsal. These guys are older than, than the Heat when they came together. Those guys were 28 when they came together. Uh, I believe Kyrie's 29. And I don't know if you could look that up while I'm... Yeah, yeah, he hasn't turned 30 yet. Yeah, well, still, he's, he's older than LeBron was when he went to the Heat. Yep. So this is a smaller window. So there's no time for a dress rehearsal. There's no time for our, they they have to win it this year. And and if that's the the measuring stick of success for this trade, because it's not like they gave up anything that's gonna make any of those other teams championship teams. They gave up good NBA players. Uh, those draft picks aren't ever gonna be anything. Let's let, let's hope. But um. A lot could go wrong. And if anything goes wrong, you know, it's the worst trade ever executed. Because those guys, not not that you're saying, not that you're saying, uh, you know, these guys are not dependable or they're not as talented as we say. I'm just saying that these guys are at the age where, where guys get hurt and these guys have been hurt in in when I'm talking about Kyrie and KD, and I think you need all three of them to uh, to win it all. To win a championship, I think you need all three of them. And I also don't think the Nets fixed any of their problems. They're an old, like, the Orlando Magic shouldn't have even been in this game based on the on the firepower that was on that floor tonight. But the reason why the Orlando Magic was able to stay in that game, and they put up numbers that they typically don't put up. They don't score this much. But they they were able to because this defense is horrible. What DeAndre does to you, I, I don't know if teams can overcome that. Like I I have so much more to say, <laughs> Sam, but let me take a deep breath and let you go. Where do you yeah. stand with the trade right now? I mean, I'm. I mean, I still, I still like from the perspective where they were at a couple of days ago. Like, it. it I mean, it's hard for me now to do. It is harder to do a hindsight uh, review of the trade because because I'm so now uh, molded by this Levert news, which is like really fucking unfortunate. And I hope for the best for him. It, it's horrible, and, but we. It's if we're gonna if we're gonna analyze this thing honestly. That part of it, at this point, if we're having the conversation now, if we're having the conversation yesterday, maybe we sound different. But because yeah, we're having the conversation now, I think if you know, why why talk about about yesterday? If if I thought one way, I was wrong yesterday. I maybe I was. I still it hit me so hard that I didn't. I wanted to tune out the noise of everybody else, so that I could analyze it for what it was and and be fair right. to it as 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 best as i can and i mean look i think yeah go ahead no I, I was just gonna say i think the thing we learned first about about this deal and and it's on and it's unfortunate but it's just kind of the truth is like you have a guy like lavert or even a guy like jared allen 
And those guys are really, like, really good NBA players. Like, they're not, like, average. They're not above average. They're, like, they're, 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 they're good really players. good NBA They're really good NBA players. But you do see it's, like, the difference between Levert or, like, or like the obviously the impact of Allen is different because he's a center, but we'll, we'll talk Levert specifically. The difference of a guy like Levert versus what Harden does is just like it's a night and day. You can you can feel the difference. You can feel how many more guys are focusing on what Harden's doing, and it's the consistency because that's what makes someone like a lot of these guys. Levert can score thirty. We've seen Levert Levert score fifty points. The the thing is, how often can you do it? And Harden and, and Durant put up numbers that are just absolutely insane, like constantly, and it and they also make their and they also make their teammates better. And so, they, I don't know. They I mean, did it against they did it against a top defense in the NBA. Now yeah, Orlando, Orlando's missing Isaacs, who's an, who's probably the best defender on, on their team, but you know he can't stay healthy. But also against it was also against a team that they have that they historically have issues with. Like yep. they don't they they play the magic poorly. And to be honest, they they didn't play that they didn't play that well defensively today. But they also but you know what what I liked about it was I think it's clear. And I said this a million times. I think you said this as well. It was clear with the past iteration of the team that uh, Durant was the best. Um, Durant had the best uh, vision on the team, yeah. but with Harden there, it's like you got you got a whole new a whole new other animal there who knows what he's doing, and those two guys know how to play together, and so that's why I think for the purposes of this conversation, it's like analyzing how they played in like specifics. I think is kind of like a fool's errand because like there was just a lot of there. I mean, there were a lot of sloppy plays. There were a lot of plays where one guy thought they were one way and they were really another way, and like I mean. But all in all, I was happy they like they won. Um, I thought they I thought they played. It was important they, for them to get off was, on a good foot. It was important for them to win, and like, yeah, I mean, you're right. I guess I I guess just commenting on the trade now is is so hard. I do think, and I will stick by this at least. If Kyrie was playing, even with the Levert news, I think I probably would have been more aggressive in getting some type of using picks to get another piece but i don't really or pieces but i don't know and and that and that's the part that i really don't like about this trade is that there's there's not much i mean they have the 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 mle um and the uh, disabled player exception because of dinwiddie right and and so i i don't know if they've even if they've even like uh filed to 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 do that but i think that's a that's an option yeah, so, no, they have five. Oh, they did. Okay, so, yeah. so, I, I, I don't see what's. I guess we've got to wait to see when the buyout period happens. But right now, I think they're incomplete, and LeBron James could be looking at this team and going, "I've already beat Kevin Durant, and, um, and um, James Harden." With Russell Westbrook, which is basically the same thing as Kyrie Irving, like I'm not saying that that's the truth. I'm saying that there's a lens of glasses that LeBron can look through and says, "I've already beat these dudes, and now and I and when I beat these dudes before, I didn't have Anthony Davis." What do you think for this tr- trade to be successful, right? Does it depend on what they add, what they can add on, or 
is it no matter if if they can't make pull off any uh uh if they can't get any other better players if they can't show up the talent on the team very well like i mean they're going to sign someone but if they if they just can't find anything good on the market is that does that make them exempt of this being a bad trade does that is that a good reason for that or is I mean, this look, a bad trade if they don't win a championship no matter what yeah i mean i think it, <clears throat> i think it depends on like how you view like these trades i mean like like if you know for for some people if durant and kd and kyrie sorry if durant harden and kyrie all re up with them and let's say they make a couple of finals appearances but never win some people might say some people might say that that's still a that that that's still a win because they made it to the finals some might say oh well what if no. they win a title this year, next year but then they all leave and they have no picks and they're in disarray <laughs> like is that a is that a is that a success i mean I honestly don't know. I mean, like, I haven't, besides my Giants, like, I haven't had the Mets or Nets win anything So in my lifetime. So I don't know what it's like to have – and the Mets and Nets are my two favorite teams. So mm. I don't know what it's like to to, to win a title, and I'm, I'm, I'm hoping I get one. But, I mean, so, so you know, it's, it's tough from that perspective. I mean, I think – I think I think from the LeBron perspective in the Lakers, which I do think is what's going to end up being like the hot button topic to talk about, especially when Kyrie comes back. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't beat the Lakers, right? Like playing their playing their game, which I think was a little bit kind of what the Heat did last year. They were kind of like this. They were kind of also playing tough, gritty. Um, didn't ha- they? Obviously had Hero and Robinson, but it didn't really. They didn't feel like as much of a sh- uh, a shooter team, especially because Hero was a rookie. Right. And like this net like this Nets team is like the opposite of what that team is. You know what I mean? Like this I mean this Nets team is going to be is going to be like even if you say Duran and LeBron cancel each other out, it's like all right, so then you got Davis versus like the Jeff Green DJ combo, which is a nightmare. But then oh. you have the but then you have the Kyrie Le, uh Kyrie Harden thing versus Schroeder and Caruso and those guys. So it's a it's an interesting it's an interesting matchup, but I, I I do think that they're not. I mean, they can't be like what the what the Lakers are are looking for because the Nets can get like I mean, we saw today the Nets can get fifteen points pretty quickly. It was very like Warriors esque. Yeah, no, that scoring is never go, was never going to be the problem. the The Nets are an, an interesting experiment. the The Nets, so people who have ever said the words. You can't win a championship without defense. We're going to find out. Yep. There's, you could not ever put three players together. These are the three most efficient scorers in the NBA as well. They're not just the three best scorers. They're not just the volume. Like Allen Iverson would just put up so many shots that he would get he would get his his uh, stat lines. It never was like you know thirty for, on fifteen shots or or anything like that it was 30 on 28 shots with Allen Iverson these guys are you know uh, like Harden is just gonna draw fouls no matter what he's also going to get uh uh 11 assists easy easily he's, he's just like he yeah like the way he plays ball 
it, it and, and it's gonna fit together kind of nicely because I think Kyrie is a shooting guard anyway. Like, I, it, Harden is a is a is a is a shooting guard by name only. Kyrie is a point guard by name only. He's not really a, a pass first. It's Harden is more likely to have a ten plus assist year than Kyrie is. This is incredible when you when you think about it. But the problem is, no matter how good this offense is going to be, the question is, the experiment is. Can a team, even the most supreme offensive team ever put together? You've never seen three great offensive players like this come together and, and, and play on one team. So the question now is, can that team, can the best outcome or the the, the, the most <laughs> perfect players to be in this D'Antoni system, Having those three guys, can it win a championship? Sam, answer that yeah. question. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I really think they can. And I honestly think when, when we're looking back on this trade, I think, like, besides the Nets, if it blows up, like, one way or another, I think the team that's the biggest loser out of all this is is the Sixers because I just think it's clear. Like, if they – like, I just think it's honestly – as. As good as a GM as Daryl Morey has been throughout his career, like to have the opportunity to get Harden and give up like Simmons and like maybe like Thibault and picks or something like that, like I just think it's malpractice to not make that deal when like you know what you basically know what this team is at this point. Like they 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 kind of still play it. I know they have Doc Rivers there and he's won a title, but like I don't know about you, like, when you watch the Sixers this year, like, it's basically, it looks very, very similar to prior years. Like, I'm sure he'll get more out of it than Brett Brown did, because what Brett Brown did was not very impressive, but, like, I just think you put Harden with Embiid, and that's, like, basically, like, a Nets nightmare. Like, that's, like, that's, like, basically their worst-case scenario. And, and so getting Harden out of the, out of the, uh, out of the Sixers, or even like if, if another team had popped up and tried to get him, like Toronto, whoever it was, I don't know. I just think the Nets have to think like we – the East to me is just not very impressive, and I'm knocking on wood as I say this, but like unless the Heat make a deal for Beal, which I think is gaining a little bit of steam and is possible, like I just don't – I don't know totally how you keep up with, with, uh, with this Nets team, especially because – and this, I think, was the key to the deal. And this is the one place um, that I will say where I have really um, changed a little bit since the deal was done. And it was this. I, th- I said to you a bunch of times before the season started, I said, the one thing I want with this team is they absolutely need to like cut down the amount of like quote-unquote playable guys they have. Because at a certain point, like a lot of these gu- with a lot of these guys, it's just repetitive. And the Nets have a lot of talent on this roster. And, like, being able to say you go 14 deep is nice and all, but I'd rather go 10 deep or 9 deep and they're actually, like, all good and playing. And I think the key and what we've seen is, like, you know what? Like, giving more minutes to, to Reggie Perry, that actually could be kind of nice. Giving more minutes to uh, Bruce Brown, like, that can be good. Like, we don't need to, like, disperse it in all these in all these different ways and give certain minutes to certain people where it doesn't – where it doesn't totally make sense and where it's repetitive. And the truth is, is like the difference at the end of the day between 
like giving some extra minutes to Levert versus splitting the, some of Levert's or Dinwiddie's minutes up, let's say, and giving it to a combo of Bruce Brown and Shamit and whoever it is, it's not that big. It's not that big of a difference. Whereas the difference between Levert and Harden is a is a is a massive difference. Like that's like that's. I mean that that's that's what wins championships is getting is getting that guy. And so, and I think you saw and and I think you saw that today. And what I think Nash is going to have to do, which I think is going to be like really interesting. And this is when we'll uh, start putting our doctor uh doctor uh hats on in terms of how they of how he dissects the lineups mm. is like he's going to be able to stagger minutes in ways that are like devastating for opposing teams mm. like he's going to be able to take out Harden maybe early and then take it and then it's Katie and Kyrie and then take Kyrie out and then maybe put Hart and then maybe let Harden run the team by himself then let Kyrie run the team by himself like yeah. there's a lot of different ways that this can work out and and I think and I think the other thing that can't be uh, underestimated, which you definitely alluded to, which I think is spot on, is like, dude, this team has three roster spots. Like, people are going to get bought out. Assuming people still want to play with these three guys, like, people are going to want to compete. They're they're in a good city. Like, people will have no issue, like, like obviously living in Brooklyn for a short time period. Like, I think people are going to want to join this team, and I think there could be a nice buyout market, because if you, as, as you've mentioned a bunch of these podcasts, like, there's also a lot of uh, there's also a lot of owners that don't want to spend a lot of money right now. Right. So, right. I don't know. No, I look. Hearing how the trade went down, or in the rumor mill, I I I thought it'd be good to just make an amalgamation of mom in my mind of what I've heard that I believe. So it's not like. Oh, who who told you this or who told you that? This is what I believe based off of what I've heard. A lot of what's going on right now is because Dinwiddie got hurt. They had the exact same pieces this summer. And if they were willing to give it up, you know, give these exact same pieces up in the summer... I think Dwayne. Uh, I, I think um, James Harden is already here in Brooklyn. So, what I think happened is then when he first gets hurt, the team is five hundred, and then, and you know we're not dominating the way you would think that the Nets would be dominating. And then the Kyrie thing happens. If I'm Josiah and this Kyrie nonsense happens after Dinwiddie gets hurt, I'm going back to to Sean Marks and saying to him, I want Harden and I want Harden now. And when you really think about it, even though I think there was other moves that could have been made that would have made the Nets a, a stellar team, I, I feel like the Nets feel, fixed their four position and they're a great team, regardless of what. Just having Kyrie and, and Durant. Yep. But if you're Joe Sy and you're looking at what you're paying to the the luxury tax for, you're paying the luxury tax to win it all. So my message to Sean Marks would have been, are you sure 
now, especially now that you have no backup point guard, especially now that this point guard is your your point guard is a wall, and you don't know where that where he is and whether he wants to play basketball anymore. You really don't have the answer of the uh, of, to that question, Sean Marks. And and I, I in my imaginary um real life Joe Side voice, he always calls Sean Marks, not Sean, not Marks. He calls him Sean Marks. Anyway. Sean Marks, <laughs> if you do not deliver a championship because you love these other players that was here before I even got here, even before I became the full owner, if this fails because you didn't pull the tr- trigger and then and then the Sixers are able to get, you know, James Harden, if that was... I can see Joe Sy doing that. I believe the people who say at the end, Joe Sy was like, we got to make this happen. And I, I'm now even believing they might have known what was going on with Karras before this happened. Now, that's not a true part of my assessment. I'm not saying that that happened. I think all the other things that I said, except that part, could happen. But could you imagine if they, if they knew what was going on with Karras and threw him in a trade? Do you even think that's possible, Sam? Someone, someone asked me that today. I, I mean, like I, I really, I really hope, I like really hope that they like. I mean, look, here's the deal. Bobby Marks tweeted this. And I think it's true. If and this is why I'm like I'm, I'm optimistic. Knock on wood for Levert is because like if if they saw it and they thought it was like horrible, I think the deal just doesn't happen. Like you know what I mean? Like no one had played yet at that point. Like the reason why an, an extra second round pick ended up being given to the Pacers today was because of what they found. Like I um I th- like so that's why I think that there probably was not like insane malpractice on the on the Nets. On and the I don't Nets think the, I don't think the Pacers were trying to compete with, you know, this year with Karras anyway. I think, I think what they're trying to do was to you know get under the salary cap, save some money, and maybe have a player that they can. They, yeah, they clearly wanted. Uh, Say again. I said they clearly want, they wanted to. I mean, Oladipo's a free agent after this year. I don't. I don't think he was super happy anyway. They wanted to like get some value from uh, from the Oladipo end. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, you know I love those guys. You know those guys were my sons, and I felt horrible. I felt horrible when they were traded, but I think the brain trust at the Nets, uh, especially post. You know, Dinwiddie getting hurt. You're not the same team. Without Dinwiddie, you're not the same team. And the insurance that you had for Kyrie is gone. You can't say yep. that Bruce Brown is going to make everything all right or or, or or make not having Kyrie okay. And so if there was a move to be made, and, and honest to God, truth is, <laughs> it's not even like... Levert can do all those things, right? But nowhere near on the level of what Harden can. If you know, as much as I love Levert, he's a good player. He's a fringe all star. 
sometimes in some years he he'll make the All Star team, and he'll I thought he he would have had better numbers if he could have just stayed healthy more often. Now, James Harden is an all time great. That was the that was the the main message that I got out of this game tonight was that we were watching an all time great. My father says he was what he's the modern version of Earl the Pearl. <laughs> and um um and the last time an Earl the Pearl type played played in New York City, they won a championship. And they they won a championship with a, a another great point guard in, in Clyde Frazier in, in the backcourt. So there's a lot of things to be optimistic about, but we can't fool ourselves. The Nets have major holes that a team like the Lakers can can um, take advantage of, but not just a team like the Lakers. A team like the Sixers in in um, seven games could you know do a smash and grab and 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 and, and beat us um, just because they have size, just because they could they could get those dependable buckets. And right now, DeAndre Jordan is a statue on defense. He cannot run out on on center shooting threes at all. And, uh, you know, Embiid is going to just destroy him. So, or, or like, God forbid, like, we don't have to worry about Jokic in the playoffs, but, you know, imagine meeting him in the finals. He would destroy DeAndre. De- he, <laughs> oh, my God, he, he'd be, you know, he, he couldn't wait to play DeAndre in the finals. But, yeah. um, but still you have to be hyped about what we saw tonight. Those, the numbers that they put, um, um, but let's dissect it the way we dissect the games every night. Uh, let's do our three things. Let's do it. So give me your player that most typifies what happened tonight. Uh, I thought, I I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to go, I think two straight times now with, uh, with KD, Mm uh, I, th- I mean, I thought he was. I thought he was absolutely money, especially in moments when they when the magic started to get hot. Um, I thought Katie answered right back, and that's why he's a star. But he basically took on the magic on his own when, especially because Harden from three looked uh, looked rusty. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, Katie's my guy. How about you? It's got to be Harden. Um. When Harden wasn't clicking initially, it was almost like it was almost like he was getting the feel of for the controls that uh that he was using. So he's getting the feel, getting the feel. The game, you know, is kind of a back and forth. Orlando seems to have the upper hand in, in, in terms of energy and they're scoring easy buckets. But Harden was probing. He was trying to figure it out. Like, KD was dominant throughout. Dominant. But Harden was trying to figure out, all right, where, where, do, I, where do I go off? I'm, I'm going to pass. I'm going to make sure everybody is set up. But where do I get mines? And then in the third quarter, you started seeing, seeing him just, like, take over. And not only just take over on the on the uh, offensive end, but he was grabbing rebounds too. 
and he was being physical, which I like. He, he, he Harden is like playing against a bowling ball, like a giant bowling ball, <laughs> and so so he um he started taking, you know, getting a in con, or getting a hang of his controls, and that was and that's when you started seeing the the Harden that that it's. It's going to be interesting to see, man. It's going to be really fun to see how uh, how things go uh, w- w- with um, with a, a player of this caliber. I mean, <laughs> look, man, he doesn't even know these other guys. <laughs> and and there's some poor play. Like, the, the other three people besides it's Joe Harris is the only other good player on this team. Uh, I, I I submit that to you. It's it's. It's Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, James Harden, Joe Harris, Dinwiddie when he's healthy, but not worth talking about. Jeff Green is not a good player, man. Like he's he's all right. He played. He had a good game, and you could tell his role. They're just asking too much of him right now. Exactly. Like he's he's was an awesome pickup. He's he's over. Uh, delivered in from from my standard or from from my measurement on what on what Jeff Green is supposed to be, but he's not supposed to be the starting four on um, on <laughs> no. the Brooklyn Nets on a championship team. Like they, there has to be something right. different. They they do there, um, um, but even still, he made everybody look great. He made his teammates better. And I don't know how anyone's going to beat this team when when Kyrie's on the floor. Like that's it's going to be interesting to see this de- develop. Like I said, this is this team is going to be a grand experiment on can you win a championship with offense and uh, uh, with offense only because the defense on this like they were they were getting at it, they just weren't any good. And this is not a team that scores. Uh, uh, that much, and uh, you know, they, they, they got theirs tonight, and it, it wasn't because uh, they played well. Well, they did play well, but they're not a good offense. We we're just not a good defense, uh, and so um, still, I, if 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 we're gonna win, it's gonna be because we're an all time great offense. Is that gonna be enough? I don't know. We'll see. All right, what? Is your stat of the night? What stat mostly tells the story? Most tells the story of uh, what we saw tonight. Um, so I'm going to go with the fact that they uh, shot 46% from three. Because mm. Orlando was 30%. To me, that's basically like the difference. Orlando had a lot of good looks that they that they missed. Although props to Vooch, who was unbelievable today, <laughs> he was just incredible. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's I mean it's tough to beat the it, look. It's generally tough to beat the Nets when they're gonna when they're gonna shoot the way they did from three. Um, and um, and I think uh, and that's even with Harden going three of ten, which isn't even terrible. It's fine. But uh, I think the one thing that is helpful is that you know having Harden, and this is even without Kyrie. You're having a lot less uh, Torian print shots. You're having a lot less long twos and threes and a long threes from Levert. You know, like that's where a lot of those shots were. And 
and that and like you know like it's it's un- it's unfortunate because I hate like wailing on these guys who aren't who aren't on the team, but uh, but you know like it it just does it just makes a difference like th- that's what you you want to end up giving the stars as many opportunities as possible. That's why you always bat your better players earlier in the order. Like you want best guys to have those opportunities and. It does. It's it's a difference. Like I mean, like as much as like we love Levert, and I think he's a great playmaker, and I love him. There's a big difference between between Levert taking five threes and and Harden taking like seven. You know, it's just it matters. Ten. So uh, yeah, ten, right? Yeah, exactly. Ten and like and 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 the, and the huge thing which you do see and this is the one thing. The last thing I wanted to say um, on this topic is when you have two of those guys on the floor and. Hopefully, hopefully Kyrie will be back in a couple of days. Like, it is impossible. Like, you can't double any of you can't really double any of them. Like, because if you do, it just ends up becoming a disaster because you end up having one of the other guys in single coverage, and when then they try to double that guy, then you almost can have almost two people open at once. And both these guys know how to pass. You know, like they're not these aren't these guys aren't like R.J. Barrett esque who like once they get the ball, their head is down. Like right. these. Hit the ball and they're and they notice they're getting doubled. It's immediate, like pass. It's immediate, like find the next guy, find the next guy. And so a lot of the ball instincts, you've never seen three guys whose basketball instincts are just on another level. Which is why, which is you know, which is why, like the as as you mentioned at the top of the pod, like the guys like Bruce Brown, TLC. Shamit, obviously, I, Joe Harris, I, I knock on wood, try not to worry about as much, but like the TLC Browns and Shamits of the world, they're going to get open looks, and in playoff games, they got a hit. Like as we saw in those Cavs games in the finals against the Warriors, like some of the difference makers was the what Warriors had more guys that could consistently make threes, and when LeBron would hit Corver open or Delavadova open and they miss, like that stuff matters, even though they're wide open. It's basically all those guys have to do these. Role players on the Nets is hit is hit wide open threes. That's going to be their offensive contribution. If they can look dominant, if they can if they can get together and look dominant, the these are going to be the most fun NBA Finals. Like last year's NBA Finals wasn't fun because you knew, like, come on, like, yeah, Bam is good, but he's not he's not going to beat LeBron and AD. Yeah, you know. Uh, we all love the toughness of 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 uh, who's the other supposedly superstar? <laughs> um, what's his name? Jimmy Jimmy um Jimmy buckets. Jimmy well not 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 Jimmy buckets. <laughs> That's it. um Jimmy um. You made me lose it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Jimmy Butler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you said Jimmy buckets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, whatever. Um, but come on, Jimmy Butler. I couldn't even remember his name. Like, like no, he's, I mean, he's not. He's not Kevin Durant. He's not even Kyrie Irving. He's definitely not James Harden. Nope. So, so if we could get the other things together, like playing defense. And, you know, Harden was giving great effort, great effort, great, great effort. But, um, no. Can I get my stat? Please. Uh, 
We had 19 turnovers. Yep. And uh, Orlando had 12. So that's for us to win this game and lose the the turnover battle the way that we show. It shows that there's another level that we can go. Because if we could start getting turnovers down into the 12s, the 10s, you know, below below 15 a game, then, you know, we could have a, a really, really special team because scoring 122 points with 19 turnovers is, is very, very hard to do, dude. Like, yep. that's pretty elite offense um, um, right there. So uh, uh, those turnovers – Tell us a lot about uh, how the the Nets were able to just use their uh, like the intense gravity of what it means to have to defend either Kevin Durant or James Harden, and to make that choice on who you're gonna double, even triple. Like I think James Harden had so much joy on his face today because. He's never been so wide open in years, even with, you know, Westbrook and these other guys. Like, even with all the damage that he was doing, Kevin Durant still got 42. Yep. (laughs) So if they could clean up the turnovers, dude, like, this could be, this could be something else. All right. So, uh. Uh, we did the player. We did the stat. Now let's talk about a play. Give me, give me your play that put the stamp on this game. Um, see, I wanted to. It's too obvious to, to give the Bruce Brown three because that certainly ended mm. the game. Yeah, uh, and I was super happy for him, and you could tell the team was also. Um, I thought that was just like a nice moment. Maybe I'm getting a little too sentimental already about this new team. Uh, <laughs> but I, th- I mean, I just thought, to be honest, I thought KD's, I know I already mentioned this, so I'm going to be brief. I thought just KD's run when Orlando started hitting threes, um, like Anthony Anthony made one, Ross made a couple, Vucevic started making, uh, started making some threes. And I thought Durant, that was basically like, as we said with the, the in the Kyrie-Utah game, like that was kind of just... Durant saying, yep, like, it's all good. I'm here. Like, I know that they're getting hot. Like, it's okay. I'm always hot. <laughs> it's been like, it's, um, and you know, that's just the difference. Because when, even when you look at the, uh, when you look at like the 20, I'm going to forget my, mess up my years, the 2018 Nets or whatever, like, you know, D'Lo would get hot and cold and Levert would get hot and cold, but they didn't have a guy who like was, who was always just money. And that's, that's what that's the difference between a really good player versus star versus superstar versus a top top fifteen player ever. And but, so that's I mean, and that's got a couple of these guys now. Yeah, and 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 that's the thing. It's like you you have legendary ability. This is the most skilled NBA team ever assembled. The most skilled ever assembled, and and we have crappy players. Some of the players on this team are are not good. Uh, uh, players or, or barely NBA players. My, I'm I'm gonna do my play really quick. So, yeah, so the Nets were the game's tied 81-81. Birch makes that free throw. 
And I'm thinking to myself, like, wow, like they really can't just get past this team. It's like it's it's the end of the um we're getting close to the uh you know, end of the third quarter and and uh you know, we we haven't beaten this team yet. We we haven't gone past them. But look after Birch makes the ties it up with the free throw. I'm feeling a little bit disheartened because it just seems like uh, uh, we're not going anywhere. And then it's like after the ball gets moved around a little bit hard and just shoots this three, that it sounded like the ball weighed was was made of stone when it went through the hoop. It 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 just was so pure, yeah, <laughs> and so heavy and so wet the way that shot uh, uh, went in. I was like. This is who we are now. Yep. We're just this relentless offensive team that no matter how good the other team is playing, like, you know, for them to not be, you know, a, 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 a good offense, this, was, this is a very bad offense, a, a supposedly a good defense. And we dismantled them yep. because our options are incredible. It, Joe Harris is a plus player. And if they had a better center, uh, I, I'd i be, you know, starting to talking about all-time teams. So I I, I got to give it to that play, man, because it just showed, like, this team is relentless. Dude, any other overarching takes from you before we call it a night? No, I mean that's that's it. I'm just hoping that uh, I'm just hoping that in these games, um, some of the some of the role guys continue to step up. And I think me and you will definitely do more commentary on future pods about what the Nets do with these uh, with these three roster spots. Because honestly, it sounds dramatic, and I think me and you are aligned on this. There's a chance these three roster spots are what are or what makes us a finals team versus a championship team versus an Eastern Conference championship team. Like it's just. It's gonna matter who they who they fill this roster with, um, yeah, and the, no, I, the I Mark's were, hesitant until the until the buyout market gets hot. I think he's gonna, I think he's gonna wait. But this can't be as you as you eloqu- eloquently put. Uh, I think in the last pod or two pods ago, this can't be uh, three roster spots that are Crawford, Beasley, and uh, and <laughs> like I'm trying and Donta Hall. Oh, he 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 has to do something that shores up like. What's wrong with them? They he has to address what they're not good at. They they need another point guard. They do. Yep. Uh maybe not for the playoffs, but to get through this postseason. I mean, the, to get through this uh uh a regular season, I think they need another point guard. I don't even know where a power forward plays with them because, in a way. And I know this is going to sound crazy. Their muscle and their physicality is James Harden. Oh yeah, no, and he was playing on Vooch late in the game. He, he's he's a, he's a freaking tank. Well, he's built uh, like he's like he's honestly built like PJ Tucker a little bit. Like yeah, it's, it's pretty funny. Yeah, no, and he can't. He he's so solid that he gets all of those rebounds. He you, you can't do anything with him once he you know, puts himself in a position underneath the basket and, and his hands are so quick that uh, 
that he could guess and and readjust and and be in the right place on right on time. So, um, listen. My only fear is what happens if it fails. If it yep. fails, we have no contingency plan. We've already pulled the emergency. Uh, uh, we've already broken glass for emergency. And we've played our card. That's James Harden. We've got to believe that James Harden is going to be able to do things that he hasn't done before. And we're going to believe that because we have Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant will be there when when James Harden has failed. Like, the numbers are there. The numbers are there for everyone to see. He, with, with the series on the line, he's, only one, he's one for four. When he when he was supposed to in 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 final games he's shooting a horrible percentage from three. And his defense has been nothing to write home about in the in the playoffs. So I have to believe that in order for us to get what we want, the difference has to be Kevin Durant. And that means for us to win it all, he has to stay healthy. Because if he doesn't stay healthy, this could be the worst trade <laughs> in NBA history. This oh. team is done from until 2000. And that's when they can start fixing themselves will be 2028. So uh, <laughs> this is going to be a fun ride. This is, it's The stakes almost makes it. More fun, like <laughs> knowing if things go wrong, like if Kyrie gets hurt, because I don't think James Harden and, and Durant by themselves beat LeBron and AD. I don't think it's enough, especially with the way the team is currently constituted. I don't think we have enough good players. However, if you could get all three into the finals, I think we have enough to overcome them. It's just can we do that? A lot's going to happen, partner. You feel good? I feel good. I feel good, too, man. New York City's, we are the front office. And we will be back for the next game on our Martin Luther King's day. And we're going to be talking some hoop throughout the season, no matter what. Let's go for this championship, New York City. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details.